This is episode number 37 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host this week, Sal DiVincenzo, joined as always by my fabulous, effervescent colleagues, Sarah Fade. Hello. And Nicole, <laughs> and Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we're here to both educate and entertain you on all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at the Middle Country Public Library. And this is our Halloween episode. Yeah. Fantastic. Yay. So, so, so we have a theme, a theme this uh, this week for our segments, which we will get to momentarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to Chris Kretz over at the Long Island History Project, mm-hmm. uh, which is a fabulous podcast, and we're going to put that in the show notes. Uh, got to do a little guest spot on a show that nice. he's working Very on. Very cool. So we're going to be hearing about that in the next couple months. He's got a nice project and a special report that he's working on. So, cool. So nice. thanks, uh, Chris, for listening to us and. Uh, and for supporting us, and, and I look forward to, s- to hearing his, his show. Yeah. For sure. So that's uh, the Long Island History Project podcast, and we'll put it in our show notes. Nice. So uh, without further ado, next week is Halloween. Ooh. Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, maybe you want to you get decorate? yourself. Do you decorate? Yeah. yeah. I decorate. I do. Yeah. In, in, inside, I decorate. Oh, okay. Outside is very simple. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, like a leaf wreath on my on my door uh, a leaf yeah just leaves one leaf on my lawn yes I have leaves on my it's lawn decoration. it's very easy actually yeah. yeah and it's great when Halloween's over the wind blows them away and yeah. are you gonna dress up uh I don't know if I'm gonna dress up no, no. I usually don't dress up do you go around trick-or-treating I do go around yeah. trick-or-treating yes yes Yes, and then and then I bring my daughter around. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we do it in two sections. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna yeah. dress up there? I don't know. I would like to, but yeah. Do you do you usually dress up? Well, I did. I was um, one year. I was um, Louise from Bob's Burgers. Oh, Oh, cool, good one. Yeah, and I was in. um, I I dressed up at work, but a lot of people didn't understand the bunny ears, and they thought it was another type of bunny ears, and Uh, that was uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Uh, Yes. So, (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't. It was from Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And. I think the year after that, I wore like a skeleton thing. Oh, nice. It was very basic and work suitable. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what I would do this year. I have to think about it. Are you? Do you? Yeah, Nicole. I won't be here. Oh, so um, you won't be in the in the uh, Halloween. No, Uh, when I did work on Halloween once, I dressed up as um, oh my goodness, the from the children's book, the um, teacher. The children's do a nice. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. we do like to dress up over on our side. And why can't I think of her name right now? But she's like the children's. It's a children's book with like the scary teacher that comes because the the They're children all scary. the children aren't <laughs> listening to the nice teacher, so she dresses up at this. What is her name? Oh well, I'll know. get back to you. It'll out. be in the show notes. We'll yeah. put it in the show. <laughs> yes, anything why that we don't I know, we put of, in the show like, notes. I can see her clearly. Anyway, I dressed up as her um, cool. when I was here, so that was fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I dress up as a ghost. Mm-hmm. I go around my neighborhood because they can't see under the sheet. Right. Get a whole bunch of candy, mm-hmm. come back in, eat the candy, and then I go out again. It's yeah, it's fun because I actually <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding because yeah. I was like, Rocky, we should do that. And he's like, Are you nuts? And you know, my significant other, he's a little shorter. I'm like, okay. You'd be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I, I could just bring you around, yeah. and he just did not like that comment. It was a joke, but he did not like it. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, so let's get you in the mood, right, with some uh, Halloween-themed uh, mm-hmm. things here at Middle Country. Um, Sarah, why don't you go first? What okay. are you going to talk about? Uh, All right. So 
as you all know, I um, help with the movies here at the yes. library. And we have carts of scary movies in Center Reach and in Selden for adults. Um, but I thought I would talk about some of the uh, movie franchises that we all know and love. Great. Um, and a little bit about them, in case you didn't know. So Halloween, super big franchise. Um, it was created by John Carpenter, who is a legend in the horror movie world. And he also wrote the song, didn't he? He wrote the Halloween. He wrote that. Oh. Did you know that? No. Oh, no. There, now you yeah. know. Yes. So this is considered, <laughs> this is considered <laughs> a slasher film. Films. Um, and Halloween just, H2O. Halloween H2O. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. my favorite. There, and there was a, a Halloween Hellraiser what crossover. What was Halloween H2O? Was with that, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Was that in... That's 1998. Oh, my God, no. In, in the water? <laughs> is it? Does it take place no, in a cruise ship? No, it was 20 years later, so it was yeah. really age 20. Yeah. But it's Halloween age 2 Yeah. Oh, I just imagine, like, yeah. Mike Myers, like, in a dinghy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rowing towards the ship. Oh, Yeah, with a scary movie yeah. Uh, music. Yeah. Um, okay, so just so you know that there is a new Halloween coming out mm-hmm. with um, written, written by Jeff Bradley, but Danny McBride. Oh, oh, is yeah. that gonna be funny? I well, I'm supposed to be like the funny, scary, okay, you know, okay. that yeah. makes, makes David and David Gordon Green. Yeah. Um. So there's one. Two, I should have counted this out before. One, two, three, four, <laughs> eleven. Wow. Eleven Halloween titles. Wow. Is this the most in a, a horror franchise? I have to say yes. I think so. Yeah. And uh, it's the uh, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. not the comedian, but the, the <laughs> killer. Um, and it's all about his resurrections and and his shenanigans. Michael Myers and the shoes. <laughs> but like, okay. And the gang. So I, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen okay. a couple. Yeah, sure. Like Rob Zombie redid it. Mm-hmm. Does he Didn't is he all. supposed to be coming back every Halloween or is it like like is poor Jamie Lee Curtis like every Halloween just expecting him to like show up again? Well, no. She she hasn't been in it since I think the first one. So it's quite the. I hear that she was in H two O, wasn't she? Oh, I, I don't know. I hear yeah. that the new movie is a sequel to the first movie, and mm. the, they kind of like forgetting that second, uh, uh, the second original yeah. sequel, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So there was a sequel. What a year after was Halloween two. Halloween two is like the year after, mm. two years after the original, mm-hmm. the seventies, and the, I think this new movie that's coming out is jumping over that movie and okay. like is the sequel to the original. Uh-huh. Primarily focuses on serial killer Michael Myers, who is committed to a sanitarium as a child for the murder of his sister, Judith Myers. Fifteen years later, he escapes to stalk and kill the people of the fictional town of Haddonfield, Illinois, while being chased by his former psychiatrist, Dr. Sam Loomis. <laughs> Michael's killings occur on the holiday of Halloween, on which all the films primarily take place. So there you go. So every year. Uh-huh. <laughs> Halloween, yes. Every, everyone think, in this poor town is like, oh, here we go. Well, you would yeah, think, I would move. I'd be like, hey, go on a vacation now. <laughs> you would think, though, that it's they like would the kind of prepare, but... you know, yeah, prepare exactly for like it. Yeah, exactly like the purge. Like, yeah. just go away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, when do you think Mike Myers yeah. is going <laughs> to strike again? Yeah. Mm. Um, Okay, so the next, uh, you know, iconic. What a classic. Yep, Nightmare on Elm Street, which I have to say, I uh, first saw this in 1984, came out, gave me nightmares because I was just a wee young girl who should not have watched this. And then, yeah, I was always petrified i have one time mike i was staying over at my cousin's house i have two older cousins Mm -hmm. and we walked in the door like me and my aunt walked in and they were home alone and we walk into the one with the mask on chasing the other one around the house with the knife so that was fun that was a nice freddy (laughs) krueger memory for me yeah no that's pretty 
six or seven of them. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, we'll have it in the show notes, yeah. but there's, there's quite a bit. But, you know, Johnny Depp was in the first one. Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Was he little? He was not yeah. little, but he, <laughs> was, he was killed off right away. Um, I was spoiler killed. alert. He didn't make Johnny it. Depp, as, yeah, they, no one makes it, but oh. one person. Yeah. He was in it. But. There's this really great Freddy. photo series of the guy who plays Freddy Krueger outside of his like costume, but in the background of like these, like he's like in a kitchen or he's like outside. And in the background, you see all of these kind of like hints, like like the hat or mm-hmm. like like blood mm-hmm. on the wall or yeah. something like that. So this is really cool like, photo series of that actor. Um, yes, Robert Englund. Yes, he was in V mm-hmm. as well, the original V. Oh, okay. Which was creepy as well. Um, okay. So, the next uh, Scary Movie franchise, I have to say, I love Clive Barker as an author, if you like spooky stuff, but this particular franchise really terrifies me. Like, really? Some people don't like zombies, some people, mm. but, but like Hellraiser, the Hellraiser series. I've never seen them. It is, I don't know what it is, I'm sure, um, you know, a psychiatrist would have a field day, but like <laughs> something about like the Cenobites and Pinhead. Like, the Cenobites are, like, sort of, like, um, Pinhead's minions. Oh, okay. And they're sort of just there to terrify you and to sort of, like, feast on your fears and then to kill uh, you. They're ooh. just horrible, scary cool, cool, cool. things. So, Hellraiser, <laughs> right? I mean, I know that, like, I know the... Everybody knows Pinhead. Pinhead, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But there is, like, a crossover with Hellraiser and, I think, Freddy in space. Oh, is and that? Then, <laughs> yeah. That is really weird. And then, uh, <laughs> well, isn't um Jason and... Jason goes against someone, right? Like, there's a lot of these. Jason goes against Michael. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of these, like. (laughs) Yeah. So versus. So there has to be at least like six Hellraiser. If I'm going to feast on fears, space is where I would pick. Yeah, that was a little. Yeah, it's odd. But the whole thing was like this puzzle box, or like I guess an astronaut or something got a puzzle box in space, and he opens it up. Like so, they're contained in this puzzle box, and then if you solve. The puzzle box. It means uh, that you want, like, some people like actually like, uh, uh-huh. like pain and stuff like that. That's so right, like right, some right. people actually like seek them out and they, uh, you know, like some people like weird noises in like your ear. ASMR. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people like to become a centibite. So and then some people unknowingly uh, open the puzzle right, box right, and then right. all heck breaks loose. So Hell thank razor. goodness I cannot solve a Rubik's cube for my life. Yeah. No. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, I'll yeah, never be so releasing your anything. Fears will not be feasted on. Yeah. So then we have the Saw franchise with uh, Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. And there's eight of these. Really? Eight, eight wow. Uh, Jigsaw movies, right? Which the last one being Jigsaw. Okay. There's this also this really funny. Sorry, <laughs> all these extras. I'll put them in the show notes because they're actually like really cool. Um, this is a comedian like made a, a little video about like Jigsaw at work <laughs> and like what it would be like to work with him in like an office. It's so funny and it's so funny. He just like has like sticky notes like all over people and. He- <laughs> This was really, really funny. And then he's, like, going to the elevator, and he's, like, in his little tricycle, so it's taking forever. And he's, like, can you just please hold it? Just hold it. And he's, like, I'm going down the hall. Oh, you got to watch it. It's really funny. Um, paranormal Activity. Uh, those oh, yeah. Are good. I like those. Yeah, that that has also a ton. Yeah. But I don't find those as scary. No, those are, like, creepy. Creepy, yeah. Yeah, like, those are... So, Sal, do you like horror movies? I was going to say, have you I seen any of these? I have yeah. not seen any of these What's your movies? favorite scary Nine? Disney movie? My favorite scary <laughs> Disney movie. Just scar, scary. Is yeah. oh, there any? He's worthless. Does Disney have any horror? I, uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. kind of like classic. Uh, yeah. There's some uh, things in Fantasia that's pretty scary. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah. But like the drunk Dumbo scene, that's kind of like. You know what? Mm. I, 
I gotta say, I was thinking about this this morning because I, I really don't watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen like Silence of the Lambs, all you know that kind of thing. Oh, that's creepy. When I was a kid, 1984, mm-hmm. my parents brought me to see Ghostbusters ah. in the theater. <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea that there was going to be any scariness in the movie at all. It's called Ghostbusters. No, but I thought it was going to be a comedy, like oh. silly, like oh, silly okay. ghosts. Okay, okay, gotcha. And you know that there was first one or two moments. The, the first library? well, the library, yeah, the librarian library. scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that happened, and it happens like really up front, I swear to you, did the, you scream? Did I you the entire movie I had like a knit cap on. That cap was like over my eyes <laughs> so many times in that movie because I was so afraid. But I it's like one of those memories that I have because that entire theater was the theater was packed. This mm-hmm. this yeah. thing was exploding when it came out. Yeah. And to see a, a movie in the theater where people would like jump and react, like, yeah. wow, everything like that. I think that's a, a great experience. Oh, cool. um, but I would never do it again. I would no. never go see a horror movie in a movie theater. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah, my husband doesn't either, so I don't really watch this. Does I, he not like them, or is he is he scared? He's scared. Yeah, yeah, oh. he like is scared. I was trying to get him to watch that new Netflix series, The Haunted Hill House, or whatever. that wasn't scary. You can tell him that. Was, I tell. He Steve, doesn't believe me. See, that was not scary. He it was, it was creepy. That's what I, I tried to say. Not he's scary. Not into it. He's like, meh. I watched the I second. I don't want to watch by myself. The second half of Silence of the Lamb. Silence of the Lambs. I watched standing up. That's. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. you like turn turn like all the lights on when it's over, and then you like put on cartoons to like kind of exactly, like yes. calm yourself down. Well, you love it. You're like in it. Uh, yeah. How to say? Okay. So the next one is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, that was a good one. Now that's more gory. See, there's you know different types. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is a more gore. I would say like a gore flick. Yeah. But there was like a lot of them. So one, two, three, eight. Wow. wow. Yeah, so, like, yeah, you wouldn't know. I mean, I have, original? I saw, like, three of them. Um, and then I'm like, eh, I'm good with Leatherface. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not into gore for gore's sake. Some mm-hmm. people like that, but... Right, right, right. Insidious. And that was good. Which one was this? No, this was spooky scary. Like, this, this, like... That, this was recent? Yeah. And then they had, um, five films in the Insidious series. Now, for people who like to be, like, jump scared... Was this the one with the couple... Yes. The couples, like the exorcists kind of. And then they have like sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Lily Tomlin was in the first one, or one of the, she's the mom. Not Lily Tomlin, uh, Li- Lily something. Rose Byrne? Rose Byrne's in there. Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different series, sorry. Lynn Shea. Yeah, I know, there, there's a few that are oh, that okay. came out at the same time. This is insidious, that is just so scary. But, uh-huh. um, but this is particularly good if mm. um, you like to be spooked like i would like this to see in a movie theater like that would scare the bejesus out of me okay so um, that's a good spooky movie that's a good spooky movie it's All not right. really there's no guts there's yeah, no yeah. like right. it's not a slasher yeah. you know so if you like the old time like like oh i want to oh, watch okay. it my hand in front of my face yeah, yeah, yeah. and last but not least <laughs> friday the 13th jason yes so jason crystal lake well, this this had a couple of crossovers, didn't it? Wasn't there like you know Jason versus Predator? Twelve, twelve. <laughs> oh, so it beat um Halloween, Halloween well, eleven. Yep, twelve. Wasn't. Well, there's a Freddy, yeah. Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. That's what we're thinking mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Then the um, Jason lives. Jason takes Manhattan, just like the Muppets. <laughs> Are you kidding? Jason me? Jason versus the Muppets. <laughs> is it really? J- <laughs> yeah, it's called Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, Jason right takes Manhattan. That's part is there seven. A, is there like a like a Broadway <laughs> montage in there? Yeah. Where he's like seeing a show. So, uh, we he's don't walking know. through Central Park. I did not he takes say a, that. a carriage <laughs> in Central Park. He's at the top of Empire State I have Building. A feeling, I have a feeling he would boycott the uh, carriage rides though. 
don't think. I don't know. He might need a little relaxation. <laughs> Maybe he's an animal lover. He wants to see the world. So yeah, but we have all of these in the library. Fantastic. So for you, for those that really like scary movies or want to get caught up on all of the Friday the Thirteenth or all of the right. Hellraisers, do we have a binge box of these over an adult? We do have a yes, we do. We yeah, have, I think we have a ghost one and a scary one. Okay, cool, nice. Yeah, yeah. All so right. you could take out a binge box and, and just we'll, get a little a little taste of binge. Binge. Yes. We'll put this all in the show notes yeah. for you, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Great. Yeah. Stuff in the show. Thank you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Nicole, what is your spooky, haunted, Halloween-themed segment this week? So I'm going to do the opposite. Not the opposite, but I'm going to do books. Woo-hoo! Okay. Yeah, cool. NPR came out with a great list of 100 favorite horror stories. Mm-hmm. Um, over the summer, it was the 200th birthday of Frankenstein, which is kind of like a very classic yeah. horror. Mm-hmm. And so they polled you know, everyone on the internet. Um, just like what their favorite um, horror story was, scary story was, and they got over like seven thousand submissions. And then mm. there was a um, panel of like three authors who like also have written um, horror. Who and who are the authors? Is that all? Okay, um, Stephen Graham Jones, mm. Ruthanna Emrys, Tana Nareev Due, and Grady Hendrix. And they some of their work was nominated, oh, but they good. didn't um, put it in. Right. So um, if you're interested in reading of them, you can. Um, and they kind of broke it up into um, sections. So there's Blood Roots, Zombies and Vampires mm-hmm. and Werewolves, mm-hmm. The Fear in Our Stars, Horrible Homes, Final Girls, Horribly Ever After, Hell is Other People, uh. Short and Sharp, scar your children and the kids aren't all right so in each of these categories there's the books that kind of were chosen that go with that and the nice thing about this um list is they're all um they have little synopsis like so it's an annotated list so you can read a little like synopsis right. of the book before you take it out stephen king is on there obviously oh, sure. they said they got like so many um submissions for him i think he's only on here twice um he's allowed to have like one novel and one short story <laughs> oh well that doesn't seem right but but I mean, it's Stephen King. Like you could, you know, you can. You know, I guess. Like so. obviously, is he's good. Yeah. <laughs> he would just sure take that, over. Obviously, he's good. I'm sure um, I want. did not go through every single hundred book to see if well, we have it. What's the n- number one? Like what in each category? There is. They just list them. So like, oh. yeah. So let's see. For okay. Example, let's, yeah. Let's get yeah. a couple. Okay, couple okay, of yeah, uh, choices couple. here for yeah. our listeners. All right. So let's, I am like I do like a good. As you can imagine, I do like a good scary read. So, like, in foundational horror, right? So, the first one is Frankenstein. Uh Uh-huh. All right, so that's foundational. We got Dracula in there. Yep. Young Goodman Brown. The Telltale Heart. Sure. Poe. Carmilla. Mm -hmm. um, The Turn of the Screw. Mm -hmm. The Great God Pan. The Monkey's Mm. Paw. Mm. um, The Willows. The yellow wallpaper. It's like all the classic. Yeah. yeah. So and then yeah. like in zombies and vampires and werewolves, we have the werewolf of Paris. I am legend, mm-hmm. uh, which is also a movie. Let the right one in about also vampires. Yep. The Vampire Chronicles. Right. There's in the um, and rice. Yeah. Minion. The hunger. Those across the river. Bird box. Feed. World mm-hmm. War Z. Mm-hmm. Also a movie. The girl with all the gifts. Also, also a movie. movie. Mm. Was yeah. that it? The girl with all the gifts. Was that the title of the movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I read that. That was good. I like that uh, one a lot. I like that book. And they, I think they range like some of them are for kids too. Like you know, you can like, and it's a good. I think it's also um, a good, like if you have like a reluctant reader kind of thing, but they like scary stuff. Like it's very gender neutral. You know what I mean? It's not like too girly or too like horror is horror and sure. You know? mm-hmm. Um. So 
yeah, I think this is a really good series, and we'll put it in the show notes, and you can look through. And odds are, we'll have the book. And if we don't, we'll yeah. get it for you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Thank you very much, Nicole. You're welcome. And for our focus segment this week, we're going to stay right here with Sarah Fade. Mm-hmm. And you're going to talk about it, a great event coming up. Yes. What is that event, Sarah? It is the Scales and Tails Pet Adoption event that we have here. Nice. This is our 10th year doing it. Really? 10 yeah. years already? I know. Can you believe it? That is amazing. Yeah. So what happens on that day? Well, it is Saturday, November 3rd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. And we have several organizations and nonprofit groups that come down to the library with adoptable animals or um, educational, you know, information. And we have it set up on the children's side. So people who are interested in finding out about, you know, where to adopt or what kind of animal to adopt, they come on down and uh, they can talk to a bunch of different groups. Great. So what are some of the groups that are going to be here? We have Last Chance Animal Rescue will be here with some cats and dogs. We have the Grateful Greyhounds who are bringing um, greyhounds. And what they do is they rescue retired uh, racing greyhounds, um, usually from the south. And uh, they bring them up and um, they adopt them out. So if you're interested in greyhounds, there's that. Um, We have the Long Island Rabbit Rescue Group. So if you are into rabbits, you know, um, don't buy one. You can adopt from this group and they'll give you a lot of information about what to really expect from a pet rabbit. Sure. We have the BOCES um, education group coming from the school and they will tell you information about like, you know, you want to have a career with animals they have a lot of um adult education and um, high school courses that you can take great um so they'll be there and we have other groups that'll they'll be there too nice so they'll actually be animals here at the library sure and you can adopt that day too if you you know depending on the requirements from the groups you know you can apply and then either adopt later on or adopt that day personally for you this is a very important thing for you Yes, I do. um, I'm involved in uh, animal rescue. I volunteer with one of the groups that come. So, um, and I've been doing that for about four or five years now. So, so why should someone adopt a dog in something like this in this kind of event? Well, I don't think people realize that. um, Well, even like New York City and Long Island, and um, particularly down south, there's a lot of hunting animals that just get tossed aside once the season is done if they're not good hunting dogs. And um, some people are not educated on spaying or neutering their pets, so they get a lot of litters that they they don't want. So, you know, there's a lot of high kill shelters down south and we still have high heel shelters in the north as well but they're good dogs a lot of them can be purebred especially the hunting dogs so you can still get a really good pet and save them from um, euthanasia and adopt that way instead of buying from a pet store or um, a lot of times if you buy something online a dog or a cat online Mm -hmm. it's from a puppy mill it's not you know unless you have a reputable breeder that you know and can visit I wouldn't because what happens is um, a lot of the puppy mill dogs have have health issues and they're um they don't treat the uh the breeding dogs right and it's just very very unfortunate and it's 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 sad yeah so if you can go to a a reputable um not-for-profit group animal rescue a good one will you know have an application process and then they will try to help you find the right match for your house so yeah 
I, I guess from a from a cost standpoint, mm-hmm. not that that's like super important because, it, like you said, sure. it's really about the animals. But from a cost standpoint, it's much less expensive to adopt an animal, isn't it? Right. Well, yes. So there's always a, a fee depending on the group. But the fee, I mean, some people are like, well, it should be free because yeah. it's, you know, but it's not because they pay for the vetting, they pay for spay neutering, and oftentimes, you know, a dog or a cat, if they have any sort of health issues, they'll they'll address them before you get them. It, it covers like all their shots, their flea and tick. Um, and heartworm medication, you know, up to your adoption date. So, like, you're usually good to go when you adopt a dog from one of these groups, depending. You know, puppies are a little bit different. Um, when you buy a dog, you're just really buying the pedigree, mm-hmm. and that's it. So you get a puppy, but you still have to pay for all its shots. You still have to pay for the spay and neuter. You're going to have to do all this stuff. So it really is more cost-effective sure. in the long run. Yeah, and yeah. like you said, these are wonderful, wonderful animals that... Mm-hmm. Otherwise, would see a very bad fate right. if um, if you didn't uh, adopt them. So, and there's a, a stigma to um, sort of shelter dogs, like you know, well, well, no one wanted them, or in the shelter, they must be bad. But that's not the case at all. Because sometimes, like you said, like people just you know either let out and they're roaming, or they're just not taking care of. But they're wonderful dogs. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times we get dogs that are already house trained. Um, they know basic commands and that, you know, it's just people don't look at pets the same way as we do up, up here sure. as other places might. So, um, you get a lot of good dogs that, um, that should deserve a second sure. chance. And a lot of times, um, a lot of places they have fosters and they need people to foster these dogs. But if you are interested in a, a certain type of dog that has to be good with cats or has to be good with kids, if you go to the right agency, they'll have these dogs in homes already and then they can help you find sure, a good they might match. be they yeah. might be fostered by a home that already has a right. cat and you're like, Oh, well, I have a cat and then the yeah. dog is good with the exactly. cat. Exactly. So, you know, I think everyone should just take a look at a, at a shelter dog. That's fantastic. Yeah. So once again, the date? November 3rd. November 3rd. And yes. the time? 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Here in Center Reach. Center Reach. Very good. Thank you so much, Sarah. You're welcome. So that about does it for another episode of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're going out trick-or-treating next week, please be safe. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, though, you'd always, and I think Jerry Seinfeld has a a skit about this, and it's completely true. You always had to wear your coat over your (laughs) (laughs) your costume, and it was kind of silly, right? (laughs) What was your favorite costume that you ever had? A favorite costume that I ever wore? Yeah. That's actually a good question. I think uh, I I was the Charlie Brown ghost. Ah! Classic. What about you, Sarah? I didn't didn't get any rocks, either. I got actual candy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, as a child, I was probably a witch like five years yeah. in a row. <laughs> I know, always recycle their costumes. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was not my favorite though, but. Yeah, and you? I, I was Belle. Belle, that yeah. was your, that from, was the, your... from the Disney store, I had that. From the Disney ah. store. Yeah, I had that authentic Belle costume. I nice. Was, I felt like, cool. really, like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, go out there and enjoy it. Yep. And if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, you know where to find them. Mm-hmm. It's mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. And if you want to email us, it's podcast at mcplibrary.org. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.